This is the Open to Alchemy podcast, and I'm your host, Lauren Ivey. I'm so excited to have you here joining these conscious conversations about the transformation that's possible for all of us. My approach to spirituality has always been part woo and part work. So in this podcast, we talk about all the incredible spiritual modalities and add in a bunch of practical things that really make it fit into our lives. I can't wait for you to join me. Hello, welcome to the Open to Alchemy podcast. I am your host, Lauren. If this is your first time, welcome. I am so grateful that you are here with me or that I am there with you. And if you are a longtime listener, a repeat listener, I am so grateful for your support and your love and for all of the downloads and shares and rates and reviews. It means so, so much to me to be able to have this platform and share so many amazing topics with you. I've had so many amazing guests on and I've been in a little of a recording burst in the past few weeks. So I have really incredible guests coming up that I'm over the moon excited about. This is my monthly solo cast. It is the end of October And so I just wanted to check in with everybody. Fall is definitely in the air here. We've had a very cold past week in Atlanta, a crazy cold spell, but now it feels like it is back to normal fall weather, which I am very grateful for because it was too cold for October to be in the 30s for a lot of the day and I am grateful for the sunshine right now and that it's warmed up and I just wanted to share some of the things that have been coming up for me as always I share because it feels like it's something that's moving through me and is something that could be helpful to you in any way to listen to my experience and see yourself, see a similarity, see something that I have done wrong that you want to avoid and learn from, um, or something that is inspiring and you want to try and you want to take on. So whatever it is that you get from this episode or any of my emails or posts. It is definitely for a reason. There is something there for you and I am grateful for all of your energy that you are receiving things with. If you have been following along on my social, I have actually been sharing some more of my meditations. I had been a little bit um, in a <laughs> in a pattern where I was connecting for other people, where I was doing client work and readings for others, but had been neglecting my personal practice, which can often happen with anybody in the service industry when we 
give energy to others and then sometimes forget to take our own <laughs> advice and work through our own personal practice habits. So the idea came to me to challenge myself to get back into the habit of doing a daily meditation session, a daily check-in for myself, and then sharing what came through that meditation with all of you. So I did that all of last week, and it was really beautiful. Some really powerful, empowering messages came through. So if you haven't had a chance yet to check those out, definitely go back through my feed. It's open.2.alchemy on Instagram, and there's about seven different mini sessions, many little readings that I um, had done for myself and all kinds of good insights in there. And for today, I wanted to share one of the reoccurring messages that came through last week, which was all about change. And I was thinking about why it feels easier for some people to change than others and why it's easier for us to change certain things and less easy to change others in our own lives. And a few different, different pieces of guidance came in with that. You know, first and foremost, I do believe that based on our human design, based on our astrological chart based on the Enneagram, based on whatever type of archetyping modality you feel most connected. I do think there are certain types that thrive more in change, that find it easier to change, find it more fun, more accessible. And so for me, being a manifesting generator, being a Sagittarius sun, change is something that I think I do come to more naturally and I do view it very much as part of my personality, a big part of my personality, a big part of my entire life is changing and evolving. I mean, even the name of my business being open to alchemy is all about that transformation, that journey of, of changing and evolving and, and knowing that the answers that we seek are inside of us, feeling deeply that we all have so much magic, so many gifts and traits and talents and incredible things to offer the world. And it's really our whole life journey. My whole life purpose really is just to tap into those things to for myself to help inspire and work directly with others to help them find their own magic, see themselves in, you know, the, the broader, wider, larger perspective of, of the world, see what they are here to do, what is possible for them. 
And I think that being able to change, being able to change direction, change ourselves physically, change our habits, change our dreams and our our life plan that we maybe have had for ourselves is is of the most potent energy that we as humans can tap into and i i do 100% understand that for other energy types and you know certainly for other astrological signs and other personality types change can be really challenging it can feel really scary it can feel really unwelcome there's so much comfort in in staying the same there's so much security and having a plan and sticking to it and and there are a lot of amazing things about staying the same or staying steady and consistent and knowing who you are and not having to constantly pivot and and reinvent and deviate and so if that's where the place that you feel most at home then this episode is not in any way to change who you are but if there are parts of yourself that you would like to explore that you would like to allow to change then here are some of the things that were coming in during a few different meditations this week. So the first thing was about the steps to make a change. And the very first one that came in, and again, this was via a meditation. I do my connection process, which is anyone is curious about, I'm so happy to go over with you. But I do a connection process and I do some deep breathing, I ground myself, I open up my crown chakra for guidance, I open up my root um, for guidance from the earth and sort of allow the energy to flow up and down, back and forth, and that's the way that works for me. And in that, messages can come in a variety of different ways. I can see something, hear something, feel something, sense something, and I'm sort of just this um, immersed observer is, I guess, the best way to put it. So I'm experiencing things sometimes more intently than others. Sometimes it's more from a watcher perspective, but I just do channeled writing, which is basically an automatic writing process and documenting whatever I get. And so in that, the steps to change that um, came through were First, identifying what you want to change. And sometimes that's really easy, right? Um, You know, I want to change my morning routine or I am not happy with the habit of snacking all afternoon or my patience level with my kids just really needs to 
improve or there's something in my home and, you know, my home life or I'm procrastinating a lot. You know, these are things that people talk about all the time they need to improve. Sometimes it can be a little bit more challenging to discover where you feel like something needs to be improved or something needs to happen differently and maybe you're just not sure what that is. And that's one of those places where a daily meditation or daily journaling practice can really help you dig a little bit um, beneath the surface and really sort of scratch at what could possibly be behind those feelings of frustration or disappointment or melancholy, you know, even sort of that feeling of being stuck or, or being lost in this like limbo space, journaling, meditating, quiet walks, long baths, those are all really beautiful ways to start to open up and tap into that deeper intuition. But so once you identify what you want to change, the idea of getting to the root of why you want that and why you haven't. And again, this is a really beautiful place where you can start to separate what is the ego talking to you about, is this feel like a should, does this feel like an obligation, does this feel like pressure that's coming from an outside source, maybe it's a spouse or a parent or maybe it's pressure that you're feeling from society about what your house should look like or what you should spend your day doing or what success should be. And it very well might be that the reason that you're not changing is because you truly don't want to because what you're seeing and what you're being told is the way that you're supposed to be really doesn't feel aligned for you. And you're resisting that change because it's not really truly in your heart of hearts what you want to do. You don't want to be feeling that way. You don't want to be living that way. And so sometimes the resistance to change can be perfectly showing you that that's not what you want. But it also could be because of stories that we have subscribed to, that we have told ourselves so many times that we believe them. These repeated beliefs are limiting beliefs. I'm not good enough. I'm too old. That's not available for me. I don't have time. Who am I to think that I'm worthy of this? All of these, these stories that you tell yourself, that you find yourself repeating, those are very often in the way of why we don't change, why we haven't changed, because we allow those those stories we allow those beliefs to be to be our truth and and it can be really eye-opening to sit with this idea for a little bit of okay so i've i've taken some time and i really do want to change my morning routine i really do want to wake up a little bit earlier 
do some stretching, have a few minutes of, you know, quiet coffee time, do a little writing. Why do I not seem to be able to do that? And then in that process of brainstorming, all of the different steps that you could take to create that change, you will see those limiting beliefs start to pop up. So taking that same example of wanting to have a morning routine. Okay, so I could get up earlier, right? Well, right away, I'm telling myself, no, I don't want to get up any earlier. I, I don't get enough sleep as it is. I'm so tired all the time. You know, why should I have to give up more of my sleep to do this? I should be able to fit it in during the day. I'm not using my time wisely. And you can just sort of go through that, that rabbit hole or shame spiral of all the reasons why. So thinking through, again, those, those action steps, how could you create a better morning routine? Well, certainly you could go to bed earlier. Certainly you could delegate some of the evening tasks so that you get to bed earlier making lunches, cleaning the kitchen, doing the house chores, even deciding that, you know, your time spent on television or your time spent on social media. There's hard choices to be made and sometimes it really does take looking at what you're prioritizing in order to realize that if the change is important to you, if that thing you want truly is something that you are ready to commit to, you will be able to take those steps and have that realistic plan of action. So maybe it's not realistic for you to wake up 30 minutes earlier if you're not going to bed earlier. Maybe it's not realistic to have time to stretch and journal write and do all those things in the morning that you say you want to do if you haven't gotten yourself organized the night before, if the morning just feels like the most chaotic time, well, that's the reality of it. And so looking at it from a very objective, even a bird's eye view to see what would you tell a friend who was struggling this, with this? What would you tell your partner? What would you tell your child who wanted to set up time in the morning to do something, it would probably be pretty easy for you to look at what they're doing in the evening, look at how they're setting up their day, and be able to give them step-by-step step what needs to happen so that they can act upon what they say they want to act upon. And so that's another place where, you know, sitting in... A journaling session? What would I tell somebody else about this problem? What guidance would I give to somebody who is asking me for help with this situation? And even changing your perspective and putting yourself in the point of view of somebody else, telling yourself from another person's point of view can be so eye-opening to look at something without bias, without our own story and limiting beliefs attached to it. And then this idea of reminding yourself, I think is so critical, whether it be a mantra that you create, and a mantra can be as simple as, I deserve this change, 
I want this change. I am this change. It can be something that you put on a post-it on the mirror. It can be something that you have as an alarm a few times a day in your phone. It can be creating a vision board that represents the life that you are going to have when you enact this change. Having visual, audio, mental reminders of what you're working towards, why you want it, why it's yours, why you're capable of it is so crazy important. And then recognizing your growth. We often skip this step, me included. We want the thing so badly. We, we do it. We get, we take strides. We make changes. We have these incredible steps that we've taken and we're right away on to the next thing without even truly taking the time to, to recognize that we've like really done something like major, maybe something that we didn't think that we were capable of. So recognizing that growth and then rewarding ourselves. Maybe it does take a little bit of a sort of carrot that's being dangled that when I spend, you know, every day for a week doing my morning routine, I'm going to treat myself to my favorite coffee drink, or I'm going to buy myself that new journal that I was looking at, or I'm going to take that yoga class that I've been thinking of. Giving yourself a reward system is not a cop-out. It's not cheating. It's literally creating a system where you are setting yourself out to do something, you do it, and then you not only feel good about doing it because you've done the thing, but you get something even extra because of it. That is just creating a beautiful cycle of feeling good, doing good, wanting that feel good feeling, and then continuing on because then we start again. Then we pick a new thing that we want to change. And so that was just some of the, the guidance that was coming in about changing and taking steps to make change, identifying what you want, really getting to the root of why you want that change and why you haven't been successful so far, brainstorming action steps that would create that change, and making a realistic action plan, looking at all of the tangible specifics of how that could work. And then the three R's, reminding yourself, recognizing your growth, and rewarding yourself. So that was a little something that I wanted to share. And the truth is, future us already exists. The version of yourself that has already made the change, is already living the life, is already doing the thing, is right there. And the bridge to that, that version of you is so much easier and closer than you think. Knowing that you're capable, knowing that that, that version is right there, right next to you. All you have to do is make the minor switch in your mind to know that that's you, that that is within your capacity, that is within your capability. You've made changes before, you'll make change again, 
and just take one step in the right direction to do the thing that you've been putting off. Do the thing that you feel the most resistance on. It's all there for you on the other side of that. So that, my dears, is a little bit of October energy for you. It is definitely the energy of change, transformation. The leaves are changing. The, the weather's changing. There's so much beautiful transformation energy in the air right there for you just to hold on to and embody. Any questions that you have, any feedback, I am so happy to chat with you. Send me an email, lauren at opentoalchemy.com. Hit me up on social, open.to.alchemy. I have really fun, beautiful offerings that I have been sharing about. I have a rooted earth healing offering, which is a remote session, which has been so just beyond my expectations, incredible. You let me know via my website, a, a question that you have, an area of focus, something that you want guidance in, and I tap into the energy of the earth, which can come through as a plant, an animal, an element, colors, crystals, all these beautiful earth um, elements are coming through. And then I record and send you the audio file and a written transcript so you can take it in, listen to, read it, integrate. And it's just been super impactful, super empowering. And I love that. And I'm still offering it at a really affordable, accessible price because I really just feel like this kind of intuitive wisdom, this guidance should be available to everyone. And it is available to everybody because we can tap into it ourselves. But if um, it's something that you want, an extra perspective on, outside perspective on, then it is definitely something that is really special and really cool. And I'm super excited to be offering those. And I also have a free guide on my website, opentoalchemy.com, which is a guide to using the four elements to help you find balance and connect with your intuition. And it's really a beautiful PDF guide that is like, I don't know, 16 or 18 pages. And it helps you use and understand the four different elements of nature, air, water, fire, and earth. Some really easy to access ways to tap into those elements and ways to help you connect with and expand your own intuitive abilities. So check out my website for that guide and I hope you have a wonderful rest of the month and I cannot wait to see what November energy brings. Mwah. Thank you all so much for listening to the Open to Alchemy podcast. You can find more about me on all the social places, Instagram, Facebook, Clubhouse, at open.to.alchemy. That's open, the word T-O, alchemy. 
or at my website, opentoalchemy.com. See you next time.